There he goes again. Yeah, baby! My little buddy here is exceedingly excited because he just switched to Central Pacific Bank. It's epic! Without CPB, I wouldn't have a leg to stand on. All the places we can go. The first feature that I wrote was um, it's called After Mele, and it's um, it was a relationship. It's about my my me and my, my father's relationship actually, and growing up in Kalihi, and so shopping that around to the studios was so rough because they were like, oh, "Can you make it less Hawaiian or like oh, can you change the names of these characters?" Hello guys, welcome back to Ankarvai. I'm Kobe. And I'm Andrew, and this is the podcast where we talk with Hawaii's most interesting and innovative creators, entrepreneurs, and change makers. And today we have Tai Sanga. Tai thank you for it, being here. Thank you for being here. We're so mahalo, stoked. Mahalo. He's an award-winning native Hawaiian filmmaker from Kalihi. He won an Emmy for his PBS series Family Ingredients in 2018. His short film Stone screened at Sundance in 2011. It was the first native Hawaiian film to premiere at the prestigious festival. His short film Hai Hawaii about events surrounding the illegal overthrow has screened at film festivals throughout the world and won the Audience Award at Hawaii International Film Festival in 2018. This year, his feature doc, Hokulea, Finding the Language of the Navigator, won Best Min Hawaii Feature at HIF. Stoked to talk story. Try not to fangirl. No, thank you guys. Thank you guys. I was more excited to hang out with you folks because I've known about you guys for such a long time. So... I'm, I'm thrilled. It's Thank a you. small industry. It is. It yeah. is a small community. Yeah. A small community. It's really exciting to just connect. And I know we have like friends and similar. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful thing yeah. about Hawaii and the mm-hmm. industry. And mm-hmm. it's yeah. just like there's there's so many connections there. And it's like when you finally meet, it's like, oh, we we already kind of know each other. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like I, you, yeah. you work with a ton of folks that I know. And we're like, oh, yeah. they always talk about how great you guys are. So oh. I was like, oh, I just can't oh. wait oh. to meet you. So at, the, at HIF, I, like, I was so stoked I to meet know. everybody. I saw you. And like, I ran over you. It's like, hey, Kobe, hi, how's it going? I was telling Andrea, I was like, I saw you. Like, I know of you. And yeah. then when you're like, oh, it's so nice to finally meet you. I'm like, wait, you know me? <laughs> what? I'm like fangirling. Like, this That's is hilarious. Tai Sanga. What the heck? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm excited to talk about all the filmmaking stuff. Mm-hmm. We're going to geek out today. Did, did you always know that you wanted to be a filmmaker? Um, no, actually, I didn't even know that was an opportunity, like a, 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 a career choice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you know, my mom and my, my dad guys all grew up, I mean, they all worked in the hotel in- industry. Mm-hmm. Like, so everybody that I knew was either in hotels, either through room servers, housekeeping, mm-hmm. you know, the hospitality, industry. hospitality, yeah, Big in Hawaii. basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how they fell in love with each other. They were working in oh, the industry. Nice. So Cute. I was like one of those kids that, you know, they'll push you around in the little oh, housekeeping cart Aww. and I'll be like in there with the towels and everything. <laughs> 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 um, so that's what I thought my career was gonna uh-huh. be like that's I so I went to I went to Yichmano for um uh, Tim. Oh okay. For, yeah, and yeah. I did that for a while. I, I worked in the hotel industry for five years. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh okay. So, so how did you switch? Yeah. That's such an interesting. How did you like, discover transition? that um, passion? Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. It. it I mean. I. I. I you know, it's because being raised in the community or in the industry, I was like, okay, I can get used to this. I'm familiar with how it works and like, but like knowing like it's like. 24-7, 365, I did mm-hmm. it for five years. I'm like, man, there has to be something more than this, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, like, starting to see, like, what the industry was doing to our community. Not, not well, it, like, some of the resources mm-hmm. that they were expending on, like, f- to to satisfy the tourism, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It was just, like, it was tough for me to swallow. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, uh, halfway through it, I, you know, I went, I dropped, I went back to school. I went to, back to Manoa. Um, I took an ethnic studies course. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where... Uh, Auntie Daviana McGregor, she screened um, the documentary uh, "Sand Island Story" by Vicky Keith, and that just that floored me. That like, mm. you know, like first of all, I was a horrible student. Like <laughs> I sucked at school. Um, <laughs> I hated going to school. I I didn't enjoy reading. Um, all I did was just want to go hang out with my friends. So yeah. like, like like a lot of my homies, they actually dropped out of college, and mm-hmm. you know, they went into the in- like they started working, and that's basically what I did as well. I started working in the hotel industry. Um, and when I realized, like, I don't want to do that, you know, like, I was like, man, what the heck? I got to figure something out. So when I went back to ethnic studies and I sat in that Auntie Daviana McGregor's class and we watched San Island Stories, which is about the evictions of the Hawaiian families that out in um, San Island. You know, they were planning to build a park over there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was heavy. It was just like, because, like, I grew up in Kalihi, you know, so I knew all of these right places. The mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw it. I knew, like, those faces, they're not my family, but they look very familiar mm-hmm. to my families, you know. So it's like... 
seeing them get kicked out, you know, asking, seeing them get motivated, getting angry, you know, um, it was it was mind blowing for me, you mm-hmm. know. So like, you know, we watched the film. She turned it off. She's like, okay, here's your next assignment. All right, go home. And I'm like sitting in my chair, like in desk and in like in Crawford. I'm like, man, what the hell just happened? Like it just, it something switched finally for me. And I was like, man, like I, I need to do that. Like I don't mm-hmm. know what it is yet exactly. I mm-hmm. need to do that. And so um, I ended up taking a lot of local literature classes. So Rodney Morales, he had a, a local literature class. Um, Mike Puleloa. So a lot of our local writers, you know, Lois Yamanaka, Chris McKinney, um, Lee Tanauchi, those became my my storytellers for me, mm. you know, and like I was just like so fascinated, so hooked. Like I couldn't get into the books in high school and in college, but like these books, like I would sit and just read about what's happening in our community and mm-hmm. hear the voices and and know these places. And it, and I was like, damn, like I can't believe someone's telling these stories finally, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, and then ACM started, and that's when I was like, okay, I want to just try and dabble on that. Oh. And that's kind of how it snowballed from there. Oh, okay. So I mean. Yeah. Start started off with the storytelling aspect. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's crazy. I love that those little like moments and sometimes you hear it in people's stories that like when like you said, like this the switch happened, like a light bulb turned on, like it just that like you found yourself right there at like the intersection, right right where you needed to be, like in that class mm-hmm. at the right time with the right teacher. And yeah. just like I love that. That like gives me chicken skin because I'm like, man, you were just like meant to to be there and then boom, like forever change like you can never go back after that yeah and, and for me I always feel like that's you know I have to pay it for it because like if I didn't have anti-TV on McGregor if I didn't have you know Vicky Keith telling these type of stories and then I, think, I don't know if you've seen that documentary um you know Puhi Paul was in that documentary he was mm-hmm. one of the guys being evicted you know and then from that moment he teamed up and they they he formed with, with John Lander they found um the Makokaina so you know they're another really solid uh Hawaii-based documentary team and then those folks like created so much content that helped motivate me of like okay I, I gotta do I know what I want to do now and so now when I'm telling stories I hope I can plant those little seeds mm-hmm. to move it forward because like that's like if I can inspire someone else to find that next one like hopefully they can take it to the next level and then the next level and the next level um so yeah it's 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 fine like be, I'm so, so grateful for our wonderful mentors um mm-hmm. to guide me and I hopefully just helping pay for it to the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're guaranteed yeah. inspiring so many Trying. people. And I Trying. think I think what's amazing about your work too is like you tell these stories, but then not like straightforward. You know, it's like very like through your narratives and and and, mm-hmm. and through the filmmaking and whatnot. So it's like super interesting and 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 really cool to see. Yeah, I mean, it, it's all thanks to my parents because uh-huh. they were workaholics. So uh-huh. like my mom and dad were like constantly in the hotel industry, obviously. So. Yeah. Our babysitters was the Disney Channel. <laughs> you know, it was the movies. Uh-huh. You know, we were like we just. I sat in front of the TV for hours just watching stuff, and I mm-hmm. didn't realize like I was like oh, I was like conditioned to understand like how story plays out and like what mm-hmm. like the music when you hear certain things. Um, like I I all related back to my childhood of watching films. You know, mm-hmm. and like and it didn't like it only was only until I went into that that class with Auntie Davy that I realized like, oh, I could finally do that. Mm. But prior to that, it was just consuming it and like mm-hmm. constantly that was, that was our babysitter. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so interesting. Okay, so you're at Manoa and then you ended up at Chapman. How did you, how, where, yeah. how did that happen? No, yeah, I mean, so when I went to, and, I, and when I went back to Manoa, I, I graduated with an ethnic studies degree um, and because ACM was still starting out. Mm-hmm. So we were mm-hmm. like the guinea pigs of that, yeah. that yeah. year. Um, what like, year was that? I can't remember. I think it was 04, yeah. 2004. So like they were, they still didn't even have a program fully yet. Yeah. So yeah. Um, like I, I basically took every single course that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm so grateful for Anne Misawa, Joe, Joe, um, uh, oh my God, I'm sorry, I forget your last name already. Um, it's been a few years. Joe yeah. Moffitt. And, um, but it, also uh, Murata Mita. Murata Mita was the one that really like honed in my voice and like realizing that, you know, there's something we can do what we do here, but like we can do it for the bigger scale, mm-hmm. the bigger stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and Joel, Joel was the one that pushed me to go to grad school, um, just because I was like I was late in the game, you know. Like I, I, like I said, I only wanted to be a filmmaker like when I'm like a super senior in college, you yeah, know. And right, I haven't right. even fully put picked up a camera prior to that. So um, going to film school was, it's not for everybody, obviously, um, but I got lucky because. Chapman was forming their new program as well. So they were moving into a new studio 
um, they had all these equipment mm. um, and and like they were like okay go tell your stories like they didn't put a lot of parameters in us oh nice so that was like it was it was so great because all I had to focus on was making movies mm-hmm. and and my peers like we had that year that I got in um, a lot of the direct fellows in directing um, they were international students oh. so maybe there was like 12 of us from different countries wow. wanting to tell stories and they're so passionate about storytelling and they've had like years of like yeah. here's some great stories for to watch here's some other films you need to study you know and, and that's that's kind of what how i started refining my my storytelling ability um and just hanging out from them like that that i was just basically a sponge and just trying to do everything and anything um yeah chapman was interesting it was, a, it was a different how, how many years were you there i was there for three years three years nice yeah there's a lot of Hawaii kids in Chapman right now. There is. One yeah, of the yeah. kids I uh, mentor, he's there. He's doing it in three years, too. Mm. It's not grad school. It's undergrad. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, there's, like, so much Hawaii presence there. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. yeah. It it's, is. It's close, too. It's just not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's weird, yo, because it's, like, um, so Chapman's, like, in, you know, I didn't realize it was a, it's a, a straight-up Republican area, actually. Too. <laughs> oh, for real? <laughs> okay. So it was such a weird experience, you know, because, like, <laughs> When 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 uh, when I was at Chapman, Obama was running for presidency. Oh, and so like, oh wait, we're gonna talk about these stories. Um, but like, <laughs> like, like I need to cut this. But like we were like, so you know, I'd walk to school or I'd drive to school, and you would see all these like these protesters protesting against Obama. Oh, that's so oh, hard because so you're like Hawaii boy. Yeah, like, uh. it was such yeah, a weird yeah. experience to 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 see. But then it, like it opened my eyes. It's like, oh wow, you know, coming from Hawaii, like it's different. The world's mm-hmm. different around us. Yeah, mm-hmm. like um. No offense, and I love Chapman, and I love that community to death because mm-hmm. they they were they help influence how I tell story today, and mm-hmm. like they give me the confidence um, to direct films. Um, but bro, that area, like, <laughs> it just it's just culture shock, right? Different. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. And you know, like as and when I came from 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 when I got there as a, a college student. I had a shaved head, you yeah. know, like I was shaved head because like I was lazy. I don't want to go yeah, cut my hair. So like <laughs> I, was, I'm a, I was an artist so I, and sometimes <laughs> I'd walk, you know, to school. And like every I guarantee, every year I've got harassed by police officers there. It's oh, such a trip. Yeah. Wow. Like like they'd like either pull me over or like I'd have to sit on the curb and like they'd check on my no. IDs. Wow. And then, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. it was a b- big culture shock. Yeah. Wow. So that was like, okay, this is how the world plays now. Yeah. And like, literally things that happen in the movie. So yeah. You, you like straight up. It. I yeah. was like, holy crap, this is actually really happening. And uh-huh. then like wow. so it was very different. It was very eye-opening. But then at the same time, like that's how like our, our cohort like of, of international students, like we kind of cling together and like we helped each other out. And mm-hmm. it just just building that camaraderie um, amongst each other, like that, that became my home, you know. So yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it was, yeah, it was. I think that's really cool to to connect with the other students because everybody comes in with their own culture and representation perspectives. and perspectives, mm-hmm. and to be to connect like that and tell those stories that with your unique perspective and stuff. I'm sure that shaped you a lot. And yeah, yeah like you said, that probably gave you extra perspective being on yeah. that side of like it was different. Know? Yeah, because like you know we are the majority here, yeah. so going up to. Going up to Orange in Orange County, uh-huh. which Orange County is like you know it's you know the OC, so there's yeah, a yeah. it's a there's a lot of one percenters there. So um, and being going over there being brown was different. Like and mm-hmm. so that definitely opened my eyes to like oh okay where at least our voices are very unique. Like and mm-hmm. you know like um, they're not used to it, us yet, but you know we'll, we'll have a place. You know so. that almost like solidified more of like what you wanted to do, right? Like absolutely. tell more yeah. like stories. Yeah. Of, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when you're up there, did you know, I mean, if anybody looked at your body of work now, it's like very specific. Like you tell stories about things in Hawaii that are obviously important to you. But did you know, like when you're going even in film school, like this is the kind of film, these are the kind of films I want to make? Um, Not really. I mean, you know, I mean, we're all artists. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Everything we touch is, is personal, right? Mm-hmm. So like, and, and a lot of the times, you know, like, our art is our therapy. So, like, I mean, I guess a good chunk of my my jumping into the film industry, um, a lot of the stuff I was wrestling with was my relationship with my father. You know, he, you know, he was Native Hawaiian. Um, he was one of four kids. You know, they were they were put into the foster home system. You know, the, my my oldest aunt had to come back and adopt the rest of the kids, and they raised themselves. You know, in in the Portuguese camp. You know, or, or in the Kakako area. Mm. Wow. Um, but you know he being not having connected to his 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 mother and his father like he he didn't have a Hawaiian identity so like he constantly as he was raising us is like you gotta be proud to be Hawaiian 
I'll be proud, 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 but he didn't tell us what that is. Yeah, like he didn't mm. he didn't have anything to explain what is Hawaiian. So like my film career as I was starting out was kind of finding that. Um, yeah. And also relating to him, like hopefully making him proud in many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it became more of that exploration and that, that like film, like, you know, when, when you get into film, like yeah, you yeah. get access to communities and people that most people don't get yeah. access to. And like yeah. they have so much ikin and knowledge and love to share. Um, so I was just, it was just, it was nice. It was therapy in some yeah. ways. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. What was the first uh, film that you directed? Like when you came back home? Um, well, oh, good question. A lot of the projects that I did was working with Kamehameha schools. Because mm. then so like before taking the jump back home, I was like, okay, I got, now that I made that that commitment to leave Hawaii and try to break into the industry, um, I actually got lucky. Because then when that happened... Oh, I got lucky because I at my thesis film was Stones, mm-hmm. which is um, you know your goal is you want to go to when you go to film school you want to do a good thesis film to break you into the industry and ways to break into the industry is if you can kill it at one of the festivals because mm-hmm. um, once you get onto the festivals you'll get on the radars of the studios and you can yeah. hopefully mm-hmm. direct the film next so and and I was lucky that it, it that happened I followed that trajectory and and you know. Praise to to Maratamita because she was like my mentor to kind of guide me that we belong in these places in these spaces. Um, and so when I made Stones, that kind of that like skyrocketed me to to that that journey already of like okay here's here's your path. Mm-hmm. Where's your feature film? Here's all the studios. Now go pitch. And I went through that those hurdles and that was I, the film the first feature that I wrote was um. um it's called After Mele, and it's um, it was a relationship. It's about my my me and my, my father's relationship actually, and growing up in Kalihi, and so like, shopping that around to the studios was so rough because they were like, oh, can you make it less Hawaiian or like, oh, can you change sh- the names of these characters? <laughs> no, <laughs> because like, yeah, it was I was you know this is like, this is a different era too in filmmaking, yep, right? Or yep. like having Native Hawaiian filmmakers. This is back in 2010. so. And it's funny, yeah, because like when I'm like, I don't know if you know Maratamita, I have to always, you have to, everything that's happening in Hawaii is because of her. I mean, there's other people involved too, but mm-hmm. for us Native Hawaiians, like she helped push us um, into another area where we have access um, and our community. We just, she gave us a community that we never, we, we never knew we had, which is our cousins from, from Aotearoa, you know, so Taika would come down a lot, mm-hmm. you know, or, or Sterling Harjo, you know, so like. When I did Stones and I went through the Sundance Labs, my mentors were Sterling, was Taika, you know, and you know they they are who they are now. Mm-hmm. But we were all starting out together, like oh, in the awesome. we're trying to figure out how to uh-huh. break into the industry. Um, so I still haven't made a feature yet, and they were they were they've already completed their features. But I was going through the same hurdles of like, let's make it less native, you know, like how do you tell this great story? It's a great story, but how do we? pull back and sort of things and mm-hmm. so like what ended up happening and it's because of the Sundance family is that I was like I'm not going to compromise I'm just going to attach someone that I can um, can bring in a lot of weight for the project mm-hmm. and so I was able to attach when we met him at Sundance was Jason Momoa when he was first like breaking through after Game of Thrones mm-hmm. Jason jumped onto my project to play the father mm. and I got Kiko Kiko Mano who played the son um, I was like okay this is going to be great yeah. we're going to finally do it like yeah. So many people have been like dogging the project because it's not native enough. But now we have the team to make it happen, and mm-hmm. like we're gonna get financing. Because it's crazy. all gonna happen. Yeah. Because you wrote the script and you're pitching it to studios without even filming anything. Planning no, anything. not yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like we were finally building momentum. We got all the elements in, involved in, in play, and then Jason calls me up. He's like, "Dude, bro, I'm so sorry. Like, I just got this gig called Aquaman, and I, I have to like jump off. <laughs> oh my but God. I, I promise, I'll jump back on." And I was like. Okay, I'll see you in a couple of years. It's a long project, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, dang. So that so and I still tried to keep pushing at it and pushing at it, but it was just it didn't have the momentum. Once mm-hmm. he left, like I couldn't get it off the ground. Um and I didn't want to compromise. So that mm-hmm. was that was the tough thing. It's yep, like yep. at that like so this twenty ten, like the the studios weren't used to seeing our films uh, on the mainstream yet. Mm-hmm. So um I was very depressed back then. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out what to do after that. Yeah, so it was a tough. That like, was that like makes a- my heart like <laughs> sore for you because I can only imagine this. This film is like so personal. This is like your 
your story. Yeah, so yeah. it's like yeah. that a rejection is like must be like even more uh, devastating because it's like this is yeah. your own personal story. I mean, yeah, I'm right. We're artists, right? Yeah. So like, we're like when people judge us, they're judging like they're judging us yeah. more mm-hmm. than just the project. They don't know that really, but like it's you pour they, and, and when you pitch they want to see you in the project too anyways you know mm-hmm. so like that's kind of like because that's what they know that the project will sing mm-hmm. because if you know you're so passionate about it it's gonna tr- it's gonna um transfer over onto mm-hmm. film um so it was a tough couple a year year and a half when that was happening and and thankfully while all of that was happening um heather juni who's a, a wonderful documentarian here in Hawaii, who's been doing um, working in documentaries for such a long time, she had a project that she was like, "Hey, I need a director. We want to get this off the ground. Are you interested? It's about food. It's about family. It's about sharing community." Um, and she pitched me Family Ingredients, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Sure, I got nothing else better to do now." <laughs> <laughs> so, so we did that first pilot, and that's what won the Emmy after yep, that. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. how, how long did that go on for? Um, we're still working on Family oh, Ingredients yeah. now, so we're actually oh, moving nice. into our fourth season. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. COVID kind of uh, was a little uh-huh. a, a speed bump, but you know now we're we're looking because I was like, we we really want to do the Europe side, like yeah. the European yeah. lineage oh, of Hawaii. Yeah, we, yeah. we don't haven't haven't highlighted that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some really special guests we want to explore for that. Yeah. Oh, nice! That's exciting. Yeah, I love that pitching unsuccessfully for a year and a half, and then you get this thing that just like can bring you back out of that, get an Emmy for it, like. Yeah still aligned to what you want to do yeah mm-hmm. I mean, and it actually it, it 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 dug deeper into to to what my goals were which was celebrating our community right mm-hmm. so like and it was and like i talk about how hawaii and i love la too but like, and they, they claim that la is diverse and it is <laughs> but it's it's not as diverse as hawaii in the yeah. sense that we we intermingle whereas communities you know like we overlap into each other um, in LA, you see the boundaries. You see the boundary mm-hmm. lines. You know when you're crossing over to another community. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're very, you know, they're very proud in that community too. So, so sometimes they're very exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, versus Hawaii, not saying that we don't have that, but you know, it's less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? it's more of the the mixing, the yeah. melting pot for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So you got into this uh, PBS series, and then. Did you just like have in the back of your mind like you still wanted to create like you still wanted to do a feature or a short like what was that process while like still directing this one film like or this one series what was the process of like creating the next one Yeah you know um everything I think I think make you know film and art is very for me it's very spiritual like there's a lot of things that go in into play when things happen um we were working on season two for Family Ingredients, so like, and that was like the epic season, that, like, because mm-hmm. we got, you know, we got Jack Johnson, we got Sheldon, you know, um, that's the one that I was able to get nominated for a, a, a daytime Emmy. Um, but we uh, we were filming in Vietnam. The ele- wow, why am I talking about presidency so much? <laughs> we were filming in Vietnam. <laughs> it's the theme. This is, yeah, it's election time. <laughs> <laughs> every time, it's, yeah, right? we operate every four years. <laughs> Something happens. Ooh, no, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. What's, can't wait for my next one. <laughs> um, but so, like, it was, it was, it was Hillary Clinton and and Trump going mm-hmm. at it. Uh-huh. Uh, so that was. So we were filming in. We were in Vietnam during the announcement of the elections, and so you know we were we were like on tour. It was actually our day off, and we were exploring Vietnam, and we we're like, okay, we looked at the polls. Okay, great. You know, Hillary's up. We should be fine. When we finally got back to Wi-Fi area, and we saw that Trump has won the election. We're like, what the frick is happening? You know, uh-huh, <laughs> and like, yeah. and then like we were in a foreign country, so like everyone was, everyone knew we were American for some weird reason. So everyone kept looking at us, like other foreigners were looking at us, and like, what's wrong with your country? And we're like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know, it wasn't us. Uh, <laughs> we were uh, like from yeah, Hawaii, yeah. we were, we was <laughs> yeah. a Democrat, but like it's, it was so fascinating to see that play out from outside of America and yeah. like see how the world was re- reacting to that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and our crew was actually pretty depressed because you know we have a lot of strong females in our crew, you know, and like mm-hmm. they were like they were, just, they were so stoked to finally have a, a first a female president and that mm-hmm. didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but that night I couldn't go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like that night I was just like, Bro, what's happening? Like I don't know what it was. Um, but then that's when I had that dream about the um, my next project, which was High Hawaii, yeah. which was about the um, the uh, this young boy who who's re- uh, required to go into the palace and steal the flag on annexation day. So that's kind of how that that all came to life on that moment, 
and I couldn't stop. Like I was like even telling all my crew members, okay, I got my next project already. We got it figured out. Like I was like pitching it to everybody, and they're like, dude, we're trying to film something. Yeah. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> we're still we're still working. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, no, I promise it's gonna be good. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. You know? But yeah, it was just so funny how things happen, and like so that became my next yeah my next project after that. Nice. I was so curious about that. Like, how did that idea come like come to you? And yeah, you know, there there's a there's a so there is a story. There's stories about it, right? Like I don't know if you know about um. So when 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 the overthrow happened, there's stories that some the folks from the committee of safety, a lot of the businessmen that was here in Hawaii, you know, and not all, you know, some Americans, some other foreigners, um, but they're all na- Hawaii nationals. Um, that when the overthrow happened, they lowered the flag, they ripped the Hawaiian flag, and they shared it amongst themselves as mementos of that day because they've been trying for years. Oh, oh wow! To that for yeah. yeah, and you know, there's 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 some some people say it doesn't happen, it didn't happen. You know, other people think it did happen. You know, if they, and if if it, but if it did happen, some of our, our kapuna would have documented it because you know we have a lot of a really strong mm-hmm. um, documentation within the newspapers. They would have like totally blasted them about it. So we don't we don't know exactly if that really happened. Um, but as a metaphor for a narrative, like a short film, like that visual image can tell you everything you need to do in like a short 60 minute film, you know, mm-hmm. like just to see them tear apart the flag, you can get the idea of what they're doing to our country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I. That like, was a powerful like, moment yeah, when they yeah, like yeah. had that. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was like, that made me cry. Yeah. So like, that's, so that's what I was like, okay, we gotta, like, for me, when I saw what was happening to America, like I just went back to my country, which is Hawaii, mm-hmm. you know, our community. So that's that's kind of what I wanted to tell during that period, um, and the fact that there was constantly uh, folks still fighting for our community, fighting for sovereignty, mm-hmm. fighting mm-hmm. for Hawaii, fighting for what was right. Um, and those are the stories that are often overlooked, you mm-hmm. know, because of the narrative. Like once once that happens, you know, like to a lot of these white businessmen or these these foreign businessmen were saying that, you know, like. Hawaii wants to be annexed to America. Like, mm-hmm. like they're trying, they're spitting it so that they that the United States can see, like, okay, this is something that we want to do, that the, the people want us to mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm. Um, while in the reality, we know that there was constantly fighting. You know, it's the Kuei petitions. There were so many things um, that was buried, and and hopefully, you know, film film is a wonderful medium mm-hmm, to, medium, to yeah. expose that. Yeah, I love too that like I didn't when I watched it, I was like, wait, did that actually happen? So mm-hmm. that that caused me like. The next thing is yeah. like you search it, right? Yep. And then you start digging in more and like you re- you're reading the articles, you're reading the newspapers and like just that that short film yep. like ended up me like digging for mm-hmm. like an hour and a half because I was like, wait, did that actually happen? And actually I was going to want to tell you this too that so my daughter, we live in Waimea on the Big Island. Mm-hmm. My daughter goes to HPA and one day she came home and uh, she's in the fifth grade and like for fifth grade they have like a big caps- capstone project that they need to do. And like th- this was uh, the theme is like a turning point in history, mm. and um, she's very like she's Native Hawaiian, so um, I'm Native Hawaiian, so she's like I'm always like you need to be proud to be Hawaiian. <laughs> You're like the only Hawaiian in your class. <laughs> <laughs> but then she came home one day and she was like, "Mom, I just watched this film called Hi Hawaii at school," oh, and wow. she was like, "I want to do my capstone about it." Whoa, yeah, whoa, she heavy. was like, "Yeah, no," I was like. I'm going to go talk to Tai Sanga. He made that film. <laughs> uh, that's yeah, awesome. but then she, it just sparked her curiosity too. Mm. She was like, did that really happen? I'm like, honestly, I don't know. Like, let's look into it. Yeah. Like, let's do some research. Mm-hmm. And that was the hope that we were trying to do. You know, like one of my favorite shows was Game of Thrones. Like mm-hmm. the fact that they were able to create this, this lore, this world, this universe, inspired by real things, but like, that you can dive deep into all these different characters, all these different houses, all these different side stories that like, mm-hmm. once you dive into it, you can geek out forever. And our goal for the project was that if we can get a short film out there that gets people excited to learn about our Hawaiian history, mm-hmm. that, that we've succeeded, you know? Yeah. So that was, and like, you know, I, we we had this big this big campaign that we want to put all this history stuff out there and hopefully we could still do it. Um, but we were trying to find something like, you know, we we're trying to like, build a curriculum within our websites to kind of dive like other places you can go look for certain content mm-hmm. and so Just providing more resources yeah i think part of it what we, we ended up doing is that we ended up what after we screened in 2018 um we did uh island-wide tour and we we had like community members come and talk about the you know the history and and this oh, and that awesome. so that was that was some of the agenda that we did um but yeah i was i wish i had more energy because i could really well there's a project that we're working on that kind of has all of that. So we're yeah, so it, nice. it's still in the works actually. Yeah, yeah. 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 
What was it like filming at the palace and like bringing it back to like that time yeah. where they're all dressed like they probably were mm-hmm. during the overthrow? Like, yeah, yeah, no, it was beautiful. Um, we worked with the the uh, customer uh, Peggy Croc. So Peggy does a lot of the um, the my point uh, events. So whenever they do like the walking tours, like you mm-hmm. see everyone all dressed up. That's a lot of that that wardrobe is from Peggy. Um, so Peggy jumped on and like for us crew members, you know, majority of us was Native Hawaiian. So like mm-hmm. to tell this story at the palace was so heavy. Like, mm-hmm. like, cause then we were like at the same places that our Ali'i or our Kupuna was walking mm-hmm. as this moments were happening. So, so some of our crew members were like, you know, cause usually you have to take off your shoes and put booties on mm-hmm. inside the palace or you can walk around barefoot, mm-hmm. which they gave us the option. And we're like, so some of the crew members are like, no, I'm going to walk out barefoot because then I want to feel where, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though, yeah, you know, yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. many decades that, you know, it's, it's uh-huh. centuries, it's, 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 it's gone already. But, but still, like, yeah. yeah, just to ground themselves in that area. Um, it was very special um, during those times. And like it was, we had one day filming uh, our interior and one day filming exterior. Um, Only two days? Two days. That's wow. I because, mean, yeah, you know, it's just expensive, you yeah, know. Yeah, so yeah. like we just had to get as, as, we had a great crew. A lot of the folks that was on, um, you know, our, you know, all of our friends are like in on, on Magnum and all the big shows. So like, when they were off, we were like, okay, can you come and jump on this passion project? Mm-hmm. And that's basically what it, it became. Like yeah. everybody that that knew what it was, no one got paid. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was it was just a passion project to tell this story. And and we we're so grateful for every hand that was involved in it because we couldn't have done it without them. Um, mm. It's a beautiful thing beautiful. about this industry. I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that makes yeah. me like want to cry. There's like a moment in the film where that you see like a kupuna off to the side and she's doing the oli. Yeah. Like, oh, that moment must have been like so heavy for everybody yeah. there. Like, I can only imagine. There were so many moments that yeah. was so heavy, um, was very emotional. Um, that day too, like, and you know, we did protocol too, yeah, because we wanted to mm-hmm. get everybody mm-hmm. in the right mindset that morning. Oh, I'm gonna really get emotional. Um, yeah. but what got heavy at that, that tail end because that we we capped it off with the the flag ripping moment, yeah. yeah, and that was so heavy to experience live. Oh, and like yeah. even the actors that yeah. was doing, yeah. uh, wonderful actor, you know, Marino, um, he was as he was going through the process, like he's just, he was in character, yeah, and then right. after time, ever after, I think we only made him do, we only made him do it once actually, mm. yeah, because I, I I couldn't <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do it twice, yeah. But even just that one time, it was just so heavy for him to even go through that process. Yeah. That you know, even it was a prop flag, but still, like it was yeah. just, just like to, the, yeah, to do the meaning that of it. Yeah, that yeah. guy was the one holding or cutting, cutting, cutting. Oh. Yeah, and the, and then the crowd watching it simultaneously. You know, yeah. so everybody watched. Like it was so heavy to experience that on, uh, in on at the palace. You mm-hmm. know, so yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. are so many moments of that film, like while creating it and, and even like working on it afterwards or even like seeing it now part just like brings up different emotions. You know, yeah. and it, it's so crazy because like we did that 2018 yep. and I forget when the Mauna happened. But when the Mauna happened... Right before COVID, yeah. uh, 2019. 2019, yeah, right after. Next year, yeah. Then, um, you know how they had, the, the, um, they had that library... And someone had the flag yeah. on the on the library, and then the police officers were cutting the flag. Mm. And I was getting all these oh, yeah. texts from everybody saying, "Like, hey, look, they're doing it right now!" Like, oh yeah, was like, oh yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, like it was just heavy to watch. Yeah, that happened like history in, in real some ways repeating itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. it was so heavy. Yeah, mm. yeah. Wow, what was it like going around? You said you did like an island wide tour afterwards, mm-hmm. like going around and seeing people's reaction because not that often like you as filmmakers you get to see people like reacting to your film yeah. that's i think kind of like a cool process right to go and like share in intimate spaces yeah you know and so it's it was nice because we we worked with kanayo kana and they um whenever we did our tours it was mostly uh related around laku ukoa so mm-hmm. one of our celebrations you know one of our holidays mm-hmm. um so it wasn't, we didn't want to dwell, and that's what the meaning of the movie is, right? We didn't want to dwell on the pain and the suffering of, of what happened because we we, would, we, deal, we deal with that constantly already. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to remind everybody that the folks that were constantly fighting for our country, you know, fighting mm-hmm. for what was right, fighting for our, our queen. Um, and so we tied it towards celebration. So every time we screen the film, we, we get them into that, a, a really strong, heavy mindset. And then we'd be like, Okay, here's like how you become, how you can flip it. Yeah, like what ways can you you practice your sovereignty around the world? You know, mm-hmm. or around the community. You know, can you you know plant kalo? Can you go to a lo'i? Can you do different things to 
to practice your Hawaiian identity to prove that we are still here and mm. we, not mm-hmm. like, we haven't been fully divided yet. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, like, because like, so the film, when I made the film, that short, at the end of it, if you see it, um, when he puts it in the, the cave, the Ana, um, uh, he, that was me actually, because we couldn't find our other actor. Uh-huh. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but so like, we put it in the, um, at the end of the movie, we he, the boy steals the flag and we, we, we go and hide the, 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 the flag in, in the cave. And so when you're watching the film, any audience member watching the film, um, now that they've experienced what, what happened, about a little bit about mm-hmm. our history, mm-hmm. I put the flag in that cave, which is symbolically meaning I'm putting the flag in every one of you people that are viewing this film so that mm-hmm. now you carry the flag with you. Mm-hmm. Even though the kingdom isn't here, quote unquote, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. flag is still with you. So how do you celebrate, you know, or how do you, um, Velomao, wave it high and, and and proud. So yeah. Oh, oh, oh I love heavy. that. Yeah. I love Very that symbolic. explanation of that last scene. Yeah, because I can see how you watch it, and it's like this like heaviness, powerlessness. Like, damn, like that happened yeah. to us. Like yeah. that sucks, and yeah. like I'm mad about it, or I'm sad about it. And what but can then I do? Yeah, that's yeah. good. You can like channel that energy into something positive. Right, right, right. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the goal, right? That's the, yeah. Like, for us, I mean, and you know, because I've done documentaries. I mean, that's that's my 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 goal. I started out trying wanting to do narratives, but like, what kept me around was doing these documentaries. And mm-hmm. a lot of our documentaries, unfortunately, is a lot about about our suffering. You know, about a lot mm-hmm. of the pain in our community. Yeah. So, and it's it's sad that the only time I can talk about the positive side of our communities through these fictional narratives. Yeah. Um, but hopefully it changes, you know, and hopefully like that's, that's our little, that's my, my little contribution to help, you know, move, move the rock a little bit forward onto our mm. side, you know. So. Well, one positive doc <laughs> was the Hokulea. Yeah, yeah. That was very like inspiring. Nice transition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good transition. <laughs> Bam, that, congratulations oh, on mahalo. that. Yeah. That was like watching it, um, so much archival footage. I'm like, I was telling Andrew, like, yeah. oh, did, I can't did, imagine. The process of that, yeah. 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 Or even, like, going through that and seeing it and, like. Yeah. No, I mean, I've, thankfully, I've been working with Hokulea uh, projects or, uh, for for years now. Um, specifically working with, with the folks at Kamehameha Kosmin and with Uncle Randy Fong. Um, one of my first documentaries that pulled me back after after Stones was um, we did the life of. of uh, Thank you. Yeah, visions in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was our first documentary that I got to do with them, and they like I was that was my first experience with all of that archival footage because there's mm-hmm. so much so archival much. footage, yeah, um, and like so so like when we we they reached out and said like hey let's work on another documentary about Nainoa. You know Nainoa was gonna meet with with um, this wonderful uh, anthropologist uh, Wade Davis. You know they're gonna just talk. We don't know what they're gonna talk about, yeah. but we'll we'll talk about like the goals is. Hopefully to help promote this next sale coming up, you know, and you know as we were we we're going through it, like I know kind of wanted to honor the past, mm-hmm. and so it allowed me to like revisit a lot of this archival footage again, and so it was it was it wasn't as daunting because this is like the third time I've looked at it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I knew where things were this uh-huh. time. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. But it's a lot. It's that totally. was like my first, like just watching like the first few minutes. I'm like. This is crazy. Whoa, editing that must have been crazy. Decades of footage. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Wow. And and they're out there for a while, so it's like digging through all those like pieces of footage. I'm like, I wonder what that whole process was like. You know, and and thank, like, I don't think I would have been able to handle it if I haven't gone through the first previous mm-hmm. projects with mm-hmm. them. Like, if I, you know, like I think, and I, I'm so grateful. I mean, I guess it all related to like me trying to satisfy my my father's, you know. A wish of, of being a proud uh, Native Hawaiian, but like working with the folks at Kamehameha Schools and and with Hokulea, mm-hmm. like like I kind of knew the story mm-hmm. roughly, you know, and then and then just picking Nainoa's brain allowed me to like, okay, here's here's the things that we can focus on, here's the things that we can wrap the the to 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 guide the audience into this this narrative because it's it's it you can easily get buried in mm-hmm. it yeah, actually easily, totally. yeah, yeah. So it's like been just like an ongoing process for you then not just like a one-time thing so that's that's good you yeah. understand you already understand the story and the footage yeah so that helps how do you approach like these legends like all the people that you interviewed in the film what was your thoughts going in was it just kind of like we're just gonna like let them talk about whatever yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well first of all i want to say because you mentioned that from being at, at hif i was like when i saw 
the films competing for the best made in Hawaii sh- feature, I was like, oh, we're gonna lose to Kobe guys because that was like, <laughs> look at all those films. <laughs> so, um, so it was it was cool. That it was a wonderful surprise that we. We, we we got the award that day, but I was just, just thrilled that we have other documentaries highlighting our community members. You know, all these yeah. kupuna that have wonderful knowledge. Yeah. Um, honestly, I've been mean, keep going back to yeah, working with Uncle Randy guys. You know, at Kamehameha Schools, did that. One of my first job, like I said, my first job um, coming back from LA was working edit as an editor uh, mm-hmm. for for co creative at um, just doing their song contest. So mm-hmm. we did the song contest pre show. Uh, every year and I've been doing that for the past 12 years now I moved from editor to director yeah and so like that that just that experience I didn't go to Kamehameha schools um Mm -hmm. I and I grew up in Kaliki that's probably the reason why I didn't get in um (laughs) 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 but but like just working and to doing these documentaries um, because every year is a different theme and every year you meet a wonderful kapuna, you know, Mm -hmm. but every year you have to learn protocol of how to talk to them. Mm -hmm. And so like working with Uncle Randy, working with with Kaleo Trinidad, working with Alika, you know, working with everybody and their team, like it it, it allowed me to like first gain access, but then also understand like, okay, how do you, how do you malama them so that they can share the best story, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's, and then, and then oftentimes it's like, okay, then take a step back. Because then you kind of, a lot of times that we, and, and you guys know, like, they they have so much wealth of knowledge that they need to share. Like, they just need to share it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like, it's not going to make the cut. But yeah. they just need to share it. Yeah. And so we we have hours and hours and yeah. hours and hours. Of can't really cut them off. Yeah, you can't cut them off. No, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because if you cut them off, then you, it's going to be hard for them to restart on something yep. else. Yeah. It's so hard. Yeah. How is it different interviewing somebody, you know, like the regular interview versus interviewing a kupuna with like that kind of like ike and like stories, so much history? Like, how is it different for you? You know, I, I've, I'm because I've been in this field, this documentary field for so long, I've always, I've only known one way, which is just trying to make it very casual, like, uh, it, it's always a conversation. It's mm-hmm. always make it very comfortable for them because in order for them to reveal something heavy or mm-hmm. or a lot of to just, be comfortable. just to be authentic, you mm-hmm. know, like I need to kind of give them that that environment, set that environment right for them. Um, and it's always intimidating, you know, like when you're in doing interviews, it's like it's so hard, especially for these kapunas because they're like, for, like, I don't want a camera in front of my yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I told yeah, you yeah, this answer already. It's like being smart about, you know, finding the... Find, setting the environment to make them feel comfortable and then like even if we have to I, like oh sorry auntie I made a mistake can you try to answer that question one more time yeah you know like, <laughs> like there's different ways that that I, I have even and I do that with, with family ingredients too when we go and travel outside of the country you know mm-hmm. it's just this level of respect mm-hmm. that we share with our, our, our subject which is such a weird mm-hmm. you know terminology but that's what it is you know but for us it's growing up in Hawaii it's like in, it, they're welcoming us into their home, mm-hmm. so it's it, like we are the ones that have to kind of go below them mm-hmm. in yeah. order for them to shine. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good mindset going into it. <laughs> I sure totally Kobe has a feel lot of you. No, I, totally, <laughs> yeah. like, I totally feel you. And like this was like when we did Hometown Legends, it was because prior to that we had just I've mostly been in the commercial space, mm. so it's like very specific what we're yeah. looking for. Yep. Um, specific sound yep, bite yep. and we don't want to like roll so lot mm-hmm. much footage like yeah. we just want them to talk about this one thing that we're here to talk to them about so I was like and also like as a reporter I was like trained to like yeah, cut them like yep. if they're mm-hmm. going, going down this other yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. stop them right there like redirect them but this is the first time and I was like I had like yep. nothing all I really was like you can trust me that was like yep. what I was thinking the whole time like mm-hmm. just you can trust me. You can like trust me with this. Like they really don't need to be sitting there yep. telling mm-hmm. us. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just sitting here around you. Like we're all just sitting around you. We're just wanting to learn. We're so grateful that mm-hmm. you're here. We can learn from you and like you can trust us. Just like give us whatever you want to <laughs> give us, you know. I love it. But mm-hmm. it will go like two hours. Yeah, yeah. Like, easily. Easily yeah. two hours. Yeah. yeah. And you only need like 10 minutes of content. <laughs> Not <laughs> even that. Yeah. 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 But oh, that's so awesome that you get to do that in different spaces like Kokulea and like these different pockets. Where yeah. You, you know, and sometimes, and sometimes because, you know, we, we, we don't have the resources to do like a two hour interview, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, definitely we, 
once you build that relationship and trust with them, you know, like, okay, we, uh, uncle, we're going to talk about just this, mm-hmm. you know, and just mm-hmm. give them parameters. Sometimes I've done that too, um, which sometimes it doesn't always work, but, yeah. you know, starting off with <laughs> yeah, parameters yeah, yeah, yeah. will help you be later when we ask them, hey, uncle, can you go back to this again? Yeah, yeah. that would help, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah. that's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. And just that continuing the relationship because with them, it's like once you're in, like they just, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Yep. It's like I can keep coming back to them, like yes. going mm-hmm. visit them yeah. and I'll get more and, yeah. gems yeah. from them. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it is like a relationship and like being intentional to like, this is not just an interview. Like this is a relationship and mm-hmm. like I'm going to meet their family and yep. I am like now entrusted with this knowledge that they're passing down to me. It's like it's a huge kuleana yep. to like... Mm-hmm take care of it in the like pono way like yeah. not just make you make a film like yeah. this is like now it's a lifestyle mm-hmm. <laughs> you know Being and, very I, intentional. and yeah. I, don't, I think that's what people don't realize like that's what separates us hawaii filmmakers versus everybody else or I mean, mm-hmm. not not saying that everyone else mm-hmm. doesn't have that have that that mentality but like that's what we're doing in in these stories like we're building these relationships to to help you know like elevate with their story but like it's it's maintaining and 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 and, and strengthening these 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 you know these different fabrics that are entwining together um and it's like you never want to break that trust because then if you do then it's just like it's gonna like snowball and yeah, someone, yeah, gonna, yeah. uncle gonna tell someone else yeah. and it's like oh yeah. yeah i don't like talk to them because they did this, this, this and that and it's yeah, yeah. especially in hawaii yeah, yeah very yeah, much yeah. in hawaii everybody knows someone yeah. everyone knows each other it's connected yeah. have you had a moment where you're like dang like this is for sure like I was meant to tell this story or like I was meant to like be doing this. I'm sure you have like several, but what's yeah. a powerful one that you can remember? Oh man, that's a great question. I don't know. I guess it changes from project. I feel like every project is mm-hmm. the more, the one, right? Cause you're so, you're so, you, you pour so much of your soul into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess people don't realize like, like when you're, when, cause even, and I edit my projects too. So like not mm-hmm. only like I walk it all the way through from the beginning all the way to the end. Oh wow. So like, so I'm spending time with the, with the characters, the the story, the, even just editing the, the the sound bites, or you know, like so. Mm. So like sometimes the sound bites resonate with me as I'm going through the process, you know. So every project is different. I mean, um, Hi Hawaii definitely stood out for me because it's like it it like I never felt like I funny. Yeah. So like my my, my and one of my my other partner, my other business partner, uh, Layana Kanoa Wong. You know, he's like you know we're very cool, eh? like very like. Hey, happy for the kingdom, you know. We gotta, you know, like restore the kingdom, this and that, you know. And prior to that, I was like, yes, yes, but we we still have other things, you know. Like we, because I'm a, I'm a hapa kid too, you know. My mom's mm-hmm. from Filipino, you know. I grew mm-hmm. up in Kaliki, you know. We're very eclectic. Mm-hmm. I was raised going to a Japanese school, you know. It's very eclectic. Yeah. Um, but after working on High Hawaii, it it changed my perspective of like, no, yes, we need to, you know, like, I don't know how the kingdom's gonna be restored, but there is a big injustice that happened. And that like I felt so proud to be Hawaiian for the f- not not for the first time, but but like I understood what that meant, mm. like a bigger kuleana that I never had before, mm. um, and so I guess that's what's leading me to some of the other projects that I'm working on. Um, but I think from that, like I think that's kind of changed my pivot. I mean, it, it, it changed my direction. It's solidified. Yeah, what? of what I'm my yeah. purpose mm-hmm. for this chapter, I guess, is what mm-hmm. I've been focusing on. Was just about restoring the pride of our kingdom of our, our people um and like not saying we need our kingdom but restoring like or, or validate not validating elevating the ikikupuna the elite you know, even the elite too of like what they've done for our kingdom mm-hmm. like it's so crazy that that's been ignored mm-hmm. or so swept on the rug yeah, yeah. yeah like our our elite has they fought to elevate hawaii on a, on like a global level mm-hmm. and that all just disappeared mm-hmm. when we got overthrown so like just to bring that to to the the forefront um i think if people understood that they would look at hawaii completely different mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so yeah when i was like becoming a filmmaker or like getting into like this industry like there wasn't that mm-hmm. many mm-hmm. models or like examples of like look at ty like look at what he's making you could make something like that you know right. but now I see you, like, I see, like, Kili'i, like, mm-hmm. choke, like, local, yep. you know, mm-hmm. that's, like, making good, good that's stuff that can yeah. compete with, hello, like, you're at all these film festivals, like, yeah. winning all these awards, so yeah. it's, like, really putting Hawaii on the map in, like, a huge way. And we hope so, I mean, and, and the beautiful thing about it right now is that we're we're, we're a really strong group of, of filmmakers, like, mm-hmm. we, we all, inter- like, we text each other on, you know, the daily, we, mm-hmm. we, like, check on each other, we want to make sure everyone's doing all right, because it's... 
it's it seems glamorous and it seems like what we're doing is so fun and like exciting and like oh I want to be on you know like shared by everyone but like it's a it's a struggle like it's not yeah. easy it's so yeah. hard it's hard on on your career it's hard on your creative it's hard on your family yeah. there's so much sacrifices we have to make you know so for me like a lot of the times like I'm reaching out to my my other filmmaker friends like Ina Aaron Lau everybody Kiara like hey how are you guys doing you guys doing okay you guys need help mm-hmm. in anything else because it's like Sometimes yeah. we're in our bubble and like we feel like we're just fighting by ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. and like we want to be able to support each other. Um, we, there, there hasn't been a uh, um, like uh, like jealousy or fighting. Well, not that I know of, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe I, maybe I'm like, hey. so far away. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. like tell me, yeah, but but like so far, like we've been all extremely supportive of each other because I we just want to see them rise, you know. Like mm-hmm. it's and and just like when you think about like. Other films, other cinema, even like like the Italian too. Yeah, we can talk about Scorsese mm-hmm. with, with, or with Coppola, all of them. Like, they all have unique voices and mm-hmm. and a unique vision. Um, so, like, even though they're telling Italian films, it's very different. Mm-hmm. So, like for us, it's telling Native Hawaiian films. It's gonna be completely different, yeah. and we need that because, yeah. like, as, if we're gonna say like Hawaii's gonna be, I'm gonna say it, Hawaii's gonna be on top in the film industry. Like we need an eclectic group of filmmakers that totally. can tell horror, that can tell, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. The, the beautiful thing of it is, like, yes, the industry is so beautiful and, like, films are such a beautiful medium, but you guys all have the same, like, you know, the filmmakers here have all the same goal of, like, mm-hmm. empowering yeah. Hawaii elevating and the stories the and elevating the voices. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just it's just gonna go up, you know, yeah. and like yeah. people are gonna start noticing. We haven't been jaded yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hope yeah. never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Never. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Never. <laughs> yes, never. Yeah. I love it though because it's like people actually have pe- like these kids coming up, the next generation that are like so just so talented, have mm-hmm. like amazing ideas. They actually have mentors, like built-in mentors that they can look to, mm-hmm. you know, to be like, okay, I don't, you know, like this was Ty's path, like, this was Ina's path, like, this mm-hmm. is it's cool, and, and all different, but then also just, like, being an example of, like, you can do this, yeah. like, go find your voice, go find the thing that matters to you, mm-hmm. and go make your film, right, right. Mm-hmm. and get ready for the hard work, yeah, yeah. it's not all easy, it's not all easy, it's, yeah. not easy. Uh-huh. it's so not easy, and you just, honestly, you just have to make films, like, mm-hmm. that's the, the only way you're gonna get better at it, it's like, you have to, you have to realize, like, how you work because there's certain things that you like, there's certain things that you are really strong at and that you will weak at and you need, you can't do it by yourself. So mm-hmm. you need to find other oh, team totally. makers. Mm-hmm. Like you have to collaborate. There's yeah. the only way, yeah. 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 Of all the things that you do, like writing, directing, editing, like what is your thing that you like? It's your forte, I guess. Oh man. Um, my wife's probably going to say editing right now because that's all I'm <laughs> doing. <laughs> like, all she knows you're doing. Yeah. But I miss directing. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, I miss directing so much. That's why I'm like, I can't wait to do my feature. I'm working on a feature uh-huh. right now that we're, nice. well, hopefully we can get off the floor. Um, and that's been like my, my that's why I did High Hawaii because I'm so glad to finally go back to, to narratives. Because um, then there's something about working as a director, working with other wonderful talents. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like we, we're all working off of a script that either you wrote or someone else wrote. But just to see other talented people jump on, 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 the same, on the same project with you and elevate it to a level that you've mm-hmm. never seen. Like, I was like, oh, frick, I didn't think of that blocking or mm-hmm. or that lighting in this room. I didn't expect it to look like this. Or, mm-hmm. like, you know, and they, when you give them something that they believe in too, like, oh, man, they do they do a killer job. And it's just mm-hmm. like, I couldn't have done that. And, yeah. like, there's some something fun about that, you know. That oh, collaboration totally. aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's such that. a yeah. high, I bet, yeah. like, to be on set. Just kind of bouncing off the energy yep, and yep. like the, yeah. Because, sure. I mean, it you know, every day is like, sometimes it's like, oh crap, okay, we only got 10 hours to get this shot off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, we're going to scramble and everyone's struggling to get it off and like, we're like, all right, how are we going to finish this? And then like, someone comes up with a wonderful idea and it's mm-hmm. like, holy crap, yeah, okay, yeah, let's yeah. do this. this and then, then yeah. like, it's, it's, such, it's such a rush. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it happens, it's like, oh yeah, we did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at this shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and then the crazy thing is like, you know, you go into editing or you go into, you, you, you screen it and everyone's uh-huh. like, oh, they don't even care what you just did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't see it. Yeah. They, they don't see the blood, sweat, and tears. It was like a two second yeah. shot, right? Like five seconds even. Yeah. <laughs> we spent the whole day doing yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was 10 hours. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, no, no. I think that's like, 
Yeah, I think that's why like I enjoy like BTS stuff so mm. much because it's like you get to see the process, the magic, yeah, behind yeah. it. Uh-huh. Yeah, people don't realize. Yeah, it's tough. People only see the final products. And I think there's something about that we need to figure. We need to start educating our community, our Hawaii community, mm-hmm. about like what because right now like film is glamorous, and because people know like oh cool, you know like Momoa's here, he's doing Chief of War, mm-hmm. or you know like Magnum's filming right now, mm-hmm. or not Magnum, um, NCIS, NCIS is filming yeah. right now, you know like okay that's fun, you know, but like. To see behind the scenes of what we have to really do to 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 do quality work, mm-hmm. I think there's a disconnect that the audience mm-hmm. or maybe even the government don't realize yet. Mm-hmm. You know, so because if, if we if we had the support that like New Zealand or even Korea had for mm-hmm. our film industry, mm-hmm. like that would be so different. You know, it'd be so different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How can we do that? Yeah, How can gotta, we do yeah. that? Yeah, it's spread awareness. Yeah. More BTS, I guess. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll do a feature film, BTS on the beach, on the beach <laughs> film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we need. I think a little bit needs to be for sure about that. There needs to be some form of campaign that helps mm-hmm. them understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotta tell the stories of the filmmakers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's one way to do it. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about this feature that you're working yeah, on? Jesus. Just a little yeah, yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's. I'm I'm collaborating with uh, Zoe Eisenberg. This is a wonderful female director from. Uh, Hawaii Island. She she just had her feature film that's playing at uh, Slam Dance this upcoming 20, 2024. Oh, nice. um, she's a wonderful writer. So mm. she wrote a screenplay uh, that takes place on Hawaii Island. Mm. Um, and I, I told her to lean into the Native Hawaiian aspect of it. So we're collaborating on it. And it's about three generations of Native Hawaiian women. Um, the oldest, the grandmother. Um, she has this beautiful land property, land on, on the Hawaii Island. Um, and then she starts to have the early onsites of dementia. Mm. So ah. she starts to like think that her neighbor is trying to kill her. Mm. And so her granddaughter has to like figure out if grandma's telling the truth or ah. is the neighbor really trying to kill her. So it's a little bit of a family drama mixed in with Parasite and, mm. and in here on Hawaii. It's a dark, mm. dark show. Oh. So really? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Change up, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Can I just be a fly on the wall on set for you? Oh yeah, you're, yeah, you're <laughs> like, She'll film the BTS. I think, I, I, there you go. I I'll think film the we BTS. Agreed that, we agreed to that, right? <laughs> <laughs> the, the BTS yeah, of the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that just happened, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to read record. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. When are you, is this next year? Well, we're, 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 still, we're still working on it. We're, you know, we're finishing up the, uh, the next draft and we're trying to attach uh, a few talents to it. So mm-hmm. if we can land a few of them, I think we should be able to go because I'm, I'm just... I'm ready already. It's been a while. Like yeah. I haven't directed in, uh, since uh-huh. 2018 for yeah. Hawaii. Oh, so, it's yeah. time. It's yeah. time. Yeah, you're yeah. due. Wow, yeah. five plus years. Yeah, everything's been docked since then. So yeah. that's why I need to go back to yeah. that. Yeah. Just tired of editing already. Just yeah, kidding. Tired, <laughs> tired of editing for <laughs> real, bro. I know you can't. Tired of archival yeah. footage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I feel that. I'm sure every editor, every filmmaker understands. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, oh, that's exciting. Yeah. No, thank you for you know sharing your story and so like. Is there any advice you would give to like an aspiring filmmaker, um, native Hawaiian filmmaker, you know, trying to tell their story or just trying to figure things out right now? Yeah, you know, I mean I mean I guess two advices, like like don't don't get hooked up on, on like having to be perfect mm-hmm. right away. Like it's mm-hmm. especially when you're starting out, like mm-hmm. you just need to learn how the process is. It's so difficult, that's why. Like and you're gonna make so many errors. But then sometimes like you can get so obsessed. Maybe but, but maybe it's a good reason because then you can find solutions. But like sometimes like I've seen other filmmakers like they've they've gone out and made movies and they've never shared it. Like mm-hmm. and it's like, ah oh, bro, like like so many people sacrifice so much to be a part of your film and you don't want to share it to oh, anyone because yeah. you don't think it's it's worthy good enough. enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good enough. So like just go out and make stuff and it's you know, it's okay. Like pe- that's what we you know, we we that's what happens with films, like we just give up. Like we just like, okay, this is it, I'm not gonna touch it anymore. Mm-hmm. Let the world just see. Yeah. 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 You know, don't be a don't be a George Lucas and, and go back and keep changing it. So um. <laughs> don't be a George Lucas. That's a soundbite right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe be a George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, but honestly, and then uh, the other thing is finding your mentors. Like mm-hmm. that, that that's really what helped me out a lot. Like, and there's a lot of people that want to help other fo- other folks. You know, other filmmakers. Um, so just finding the right mentors that you could, and it doesn't have to be even be in the industry, you know, just just to find even your voice as a Native Hawaiian, like mm-hmm. it, it could be anyone um, mm-hmm. in our community. Um, but that helped ground me immediately because then it's like, okay, what was important or what is important? Um, and learning from them was help, extremely helpful. So, yeah. Nice. No, that's that's great advice. Mentors what was would a big you one. say to, um, say somebody is like breaking into the filmmaking industry 
and wants to make this film. But like living in Hawaii is like super expensive. And I mean, it like you said, like the even High Hawaii was like a passion project. Nobody got paid, yeah. which is beautiful, but not sustainable. Right. Not sustainable. So like, how would you say for somebody who has this idea for a film, but they don't know how to like do it sustainably? Like what would be like the first step? Yeah, you know, and that's that's the hard part, right? Because like I think it's unclear how to become a successful filmmaker, right? Like, yeah. what does that what does yeah, that mean? Yeah, what is that? How do you like, define that? Yeah, yeah, like how do you? Yeah, exactly. Are you gonna be successful in the sense that you're paying your bills because you're just doing editing jobs, right? Or and then you every once in a great while you do your passion project. Um, so, so important, especially if you're talking about being sustainable. Never quit your day job. Mm-hmm. Like you always have to have a day job. Like. Like, like, and thankfully, like my, I mean, obviously our day jobs are, are film, but like when you're starting out, like mm-hmm. if you're still working at Apple, if you're still doing something else, like still keep that job. Don't mm-hmm. quit yet. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you need to, you need to like put food on the table. So like you can't quit right away. Like there's, and then, and then work with, if you want to work, I think the main thing is to find out what you want to do too. Like if you want to be a writer, if you want to be an editor, if you want to direct, mm-hmm. if you want to direct commercials, if you want to direct on TV, if you want to work on, on television, like there's so many pathways to work on TV. If you want to go on NCIS, um, I think for me, for being a director, like you have to, if you want to be a writer director, you have to write constantly. Like you have to have, like if you want to be a writer, you should have spec scripts ready, you mm. should have TV scripts ready, you should have a feature film ready. Um, you you can quickly start shopping some of those around so that people know what your writing skills is, is if it's if it's even there. Um, but every time you write, you're gonna get stronger. So you just gotta keep writing. Um, for directing, you have to also direct. Like you just everything from like even just a two minute short to a five minute short. Then just keep building and learning how the how the structure works and what what um, you realize succeeds and fails. Um, and and then kind of building from there because then once you get those basic building blocks then then like hopefully you get recognized mm-hmm. that's that's the next step yeah like getting recognized it's mm-hmm. just like how do you promote your stuff right uh, you know going to festivals you know getting screened um getting people in studios to see your stuff you know getting an agent you know so like the big goal is and, and i don't still have an agent yet i've i've sh- should have but i still have i've withheld that because a lot of the stuff that i've been doing for studio right now is for writing and i haven't mm-hmm. So I didn't need an agent yet, um, but if I'm trying to get in as a director, I know folks that are, f- are peers that because they have an agent, they've gotten TV jobs. Mm, interesting. So yeah, mm-hmm. depending on where you want to go, you have to find out that pathway. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not. You, once you get there, you realize it's not what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's it's such a it's tough... Keep an open mind too. Yeah, yeah, it's such a... That's why sometimes it's like you can't quit your day job because yeah. it's mm-hmm. like it's so hard. Yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. good. That's good advice. Yeah. I think one thing I would add to that too, like just because like I just started in this journey of documentary, but then just like getting connected to people in the industry, yep. like uh, Pacific Islanders in Communication, like other directors. Um, and there's every island, there's like amazing mm-hmm. uh, filmmakers, directors, mm-hmm. writers. I think the great thing is like you said, they're they're willing to, yeah. to help and they yeah. want to to yeah. give back yeah. and teach so yeah it just doesn't hurt to reach out yeah 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 mm-hmm. i mean you you always have to be careful you know oh, yeah, like you sure. can't you can't oh, be yeah. naive yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean if this was la you would tell them you you basically wouldn't say that out loud to everybody because sometimes exactly. there's there's predators in that mm-hmm. the industry and yeah. you can't be like you have to be we have to be honest about mm-hmm. that so like mm-hmm. as we protect our community um yeah. But you know, like if you, when you talk to people and you realize like who the good ones are, you know, yeah, yeah there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of us out there. Yeah. No, that's a good point though. Yeah, I'm glad you said point. that yeah. because yeah. I like coming from Hawaii, like working in the industry in Hawaii, like I have that mentality too. Like, yeah. oh, everybody is like want a community of our competition. But then I met with this uh, writer from LA, and he was like, he loved the idea, and he was like, you want me to take it to this one person? He's like, what do you want me to say? I was like, just tell everything. Like, no, because they're gonna. Uh, attached to the idea and they're going to want to claim it as theirs mm-hmm. i'm like oh that actually happens he's <laughs> yep. like this is yeah. hollywood like that's yeah. what happened in hollywood i'm like dang okay yeah uh, so yeah. use good judgment yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And just be cautious i yeah. mean like, it's hard 
man, we talk about Hollywood stories. We have a lot of those. I mean, I don't want to do that. That'll have to be part two. We'll <laughs> yeah, bring yeah. Ty back. Because that's a lot. There's a few of us that, you know, that took the jump to LA and that didn't make it. And it's hard to hear those stories. But then that's because, I'm, you know, like we just trust everybody sometimes too. Yeah. So there's a Coming few, from here, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I like, thankfully, Orange County gave me the big culture yeah, yeah, shocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm prepping for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, dang, okay, got you. So, um, yeah, but, you know, it is, you know, and that's why, like, that's why I mean, I'm so grateful that Maratamita introduced us to, you know, to Taika, to to um, Sterling, to other community, Black Horse Low, like all of them kind of help protect each other, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, we God. had a community out there to kind of like, at least get your back, you know? Sometimes they're, you know, like we, it, it, the industry is so hard and there's so many things that, that there, there's so many um, paths to it. Um, but to be able to like, go to someone and say like, hey, is this a right move? You know, is, mm-hmm. am I doing the right thing? Should I talk to this person or not? Um, they, that they, you know, they've been extremely helpful. And I think our community here in Hawaii, like we have that cohort of folks mm-hmm. that like, hey, just give us a call, man. We'll talk the story. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love uh, it. Thank well, you for sharing. Yeah, thank you so much for being on oh. here. I feel like we could go on for another hour, but we've already done an hour. So yeah. <laughs> I want to be respectful of your time too. No, um, is there anything else that, that you wanted to share or promote? What are you excited for for 2024? His feature. Yeah, I know that. it's gonna, gonna get picked yeah, up. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna do the feature, and then we yes. guys are gonna do the BTS. That's, yeah. that's all I'm excited it's about. Done. <laughs> done. <laughs> done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, where can people find you? Um, I'm at Tai Sanga, uh, both on Instagram and Facebook. Okay. Yep. Nice. Look and out for his films. Go watch the other films that he was directed if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. It's. I know, like the High Hawaii is on YouTube. YouTube. Oh, YouTube. Yeah. yeah. And, and Hokulea is, is not yet. Not yet. Um, you can find the family ingredients on pbs.org. Um, I think it's also going to go streaming to either one of the other bigger platforms. So you should be able to nice. see oh, that. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Stay Se- tuned cool. for the next season. Yeah, season, too, right? yeah, season four. Well, yeah, we're, we're, we're in talks for season four. But season three right now is on is is on PBS currently. So Sick. people yeah, can watch it. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for being on yeah. and um, sharing all your knowledge and story and we're just stoked to see the next thing that you create thank you it's gonna be awesome thank you so much all right thank you for watching please follow us subscribe we're on uh, instagram youtube spotify apple Podcasts. thanks for watching